What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fierce Profit Podcast. This is another episode that I'd like to welcome you to. I'm your host, Amit Dunn. Today, the topic is about how I lost £10,000 on my first investment. Really, what this is about, it's about perseverance. It's about trusting the process. It's about not giving up. It's about trial. Trying is the most important thing. Like You have to fail in everything to succeed. So I'm just saying really that this perceived failure was so important in my journey in investing. And it's kind of like to to show you that if you've lost money while investing or if it's been difficult for you or the process hasn't been fruitful, it doesn't mean you're not good at that thing or it doesn't mean that you can't be good at that thing. It just means at this point it hasn't worked for you or you're doing something wrong. And that's experiencing the same thing in cryptocurrency, the same thing in NFTs. The first thing I invested in was P2P loans. I failed every time, the first time. And so what I'm saying is don't give up. If you're interested in investing, it takes some time to really see the fruits of it. And it's all compounded. Like your learnings will be compounded over time based on how much you put in and you get better. Like everything has a blueprint. I don't think investing is luck. I think it's skill. There's winners and losers in this game like anything else. But if you put the time and effort in, most people won't. You can win and then you can win big and then you win bigger. So that's that's how it works really and truly. So my first investment, I think was like 2016. It was in P2P loans and I thought, oh my God, this is going to be the best thing. This is the best thing at that point. It was 12% returns off all your money compounded again and again. I, and I used to measure this timeline for like 10, 20 years. And I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire through this if I just invest like 100K eventually. And so I looked at different assets. I was looking at P2P loans. I was looking at stocks. I was looking at index funds. And I was into them. Stocks were safer for like a more 5, 10% potentially index funds you know, 5% or whatever it is on average. I think it's like 10% average or something if you pick the right index fund. I also wanted the high returns of 12% a year. I thought that was really good at that time. I did a little bit of research around it and I thought, okay, maybe I can just diversify my money in between the stocks, the index funds and P2P loans. What P2P loans is basically you give money to the platform and it's used as a bridge loan for that person that takes on the loan to use it for like buying a property or buying an asset. And then they pay you the interest through the platform. And the, obviously the platform gets a fee from this. And the guarantee is the asset. The guarantee is the house, the home or whatever they're bridging the loan for. If they default on that, then the asset gets sold and then you get paid from the asset. So I was like, okay, this has a protection. The LTV, which is a loan to value ratio, means that how much percentage is loaned compared to the value of the property. Normally the lending is, the loan is going to be a lot less than the value of what they're lending against. So that's, that is the collateral. I didn't realize there's many pitfalls in P2P loans and something I don't do anymore, something I don't recommend. I got some good gains at the beginning. It was like 12% paid. I think it was paid every month. And I used to get that money. I used to withdraw the money. I used to put it in my bank account. But the pitfalls is that overzealous 
valuations of properties. So basically valuing them way too high or some of them were just startups, like something being built on a piece of land. They weren't even properties that were fully fledged yet. So there was a lot of hearsay and I didn't know about this. I was clueless. I just wanted to invest, I guess. And we know the details of the different types of property investments, how risky they were, you know, whether it was built or not. I just saw the 12%. I was like, it's backed by property. It's good. It should be fine. They can always sell the property. I didn't really realize how illiquid property can be. So yeah, the valuations can be overzealous, meaning the, the loan to value, the value isn't actually what the value is. And so the loan to value is not enough to pay back the loans. That's one pitfall of that whole investment. Then the whole doing the research, understanding which ones are better. Like it was like London properties, I guess, are safer than properties that are not in London. Uh, properties that are built are safer than properties that are not built. So there's many things to consider. Whenever you're looking at 12% returns, there is some risk to that. Like over 10%, you're getting into the risky, more risky avenues. And so it's something to research a lot about if you're thinking about that sort of investment, which I don't recommend P2P loans. Didn't work out for me. But that was just one start of my investment journey. And then anyway, later on, better asset classes came about, like cryptocurrency NFTs, which... I decided to put my money in there because there's more potential gains and it's actually yours in your pocket. Also, the problem with property or assets like that is illiquid. You can't sell it easily. To sell a property can take months or a long time. It can be a while before you find a buyer. You have to market it to find some buyer that will pay the price that it was being sold at. There's all these problems. And obviously, if it's a, a bad debt, normally gets sold for less than its value. So all these things I didn't realize at the time, and now I, I do realize. And uh, what happened was that I had about 10,000. I still have it in the platform, but it, it's not released. Basically, the platform, a lot of the the people that were getting the loans started defaulting, and the platform couldn't pay out people like me who put their money in, and they couldn't sell the properties quick enough or couldn't sell the properties for as much value as they should have been or as it was marketed to us and so the whole thing crashed down they couldn't keep up and they went into administration administration means the company went into bankruptcy so it can't pay you and you can't legally get payment from them because they're bankrupt they don't have any money to give you so that all the money that you're left with isn't really there anymore because it's been used in other areas or payback loans that they paid for before so i had various loans obviously diversifying every asset i didn't have like one bridge loan against one property and so what happens when after that administration takes over administration is meant to do the best they can to try to recoup your money they're like a paid outsourced team that try and sell these assets if they can and give you back the money this is like years ago now like two years i think it's like at least two years now since this money is just sunk cost basically left on the platform and at the beginning administration was selling properties and i was getting my money back and i was getting some of my loans back and then eventually it just stopped i don't know what happened i kind of just gave up on following it that was a trial and error that was an attempt that didn't work out it is what it is i don't know if there's some legal things i could do potentially i don't know there was like a whole facebook group trying to get money because i wasn't the only one that lost money from this so that's an example of how I lost money. That was like one of my first investments. And some people, I think, give up when they lose on their first investment. You know, 10K is a lot of money, actually. 
And so that can be quite debilitating for someone. And I was obviously upset about it, the whole situation. I saw investments in other areas that were doing well, like stocks and index funds. But I was like, investing is how you get rich for real. Everything else you have to work for. Everything else is kind of how much effort you put in and how much you're able to sell, etc. And I didn't want to rely on that my whole life. So I knew investing was the way. I already learned that. So I was like, I'm not giving up. I just failed in that particular area. I can continue learning, etc. So index funds and stocks are pretty much autopilot and doing pretty well. And then I found out about cryptocurrency and I lost again for, uh, the first time I invest in cryptocurrency. So I I put in about, I think like 20K or something in like 2017 when everyone was hyped about crypto. It was like the whole bull market was happening. And I, th- I remember buying some Bitcoin and Ethereum like pretty cheap. I didn't really know what, what I was doing in the whole industry. And I I made some money. Like I made some money at one point and then it crashed, like crashed 90%. And I had all my money go down. Again, I didn't know what I didn't know how to take profits. I didn't know anything about how to actually win in the cryptocurrency industry. Again, another learning process. So I was like, okay, what am I doing wrong? But I was always a patient person. That's something I've always had on my side. When it comes to investing, maybe not every area of my life, but when it comes to investing, I was always a patient person. So I didn't I knew that markets move in cycles. So this was more in my control than the property platform, which was a whole mess with the owners and the founders. This was more in my control. So I knew that patience was a virtue and the patience is one of the main virtues in investing anyway. So I made the call. I didn't sell anything. I just was patient and I waited, right? And I waited. I just started to learn and learn and do research about crypto. I used to, I got mentorship. I got people to teach me and I started to understand what was going on. So four layers later, that money, not just that money, I invested more and more. I used to, I really believed that cryptocurrency was going to move crazy into the next cycle. And so more and more, there was a whole panic during the pandemic. It was such a low point to buy, which I bought more. That's the saying, when everyone doesn't believe in something, not always, that's when you want to go in. When people are scared of an asset, when it seems like it's crashing, that's when you want to buy. So I bought more during that whole time. And in 2021, I made my first million pounds There's a whole podcast about that, but it just shows that perseverance, being patient in the investing game, not giving up on your first loss was very key and how I lost in cryptocurrency as well. But the same things apply. This time I learned the principles. I learned more and more. It compound. I think those losses compounded my learning and gave me foundations to win later on when this is the truth. And so the same thing with nfts and i pivoted again because i'm always the one i like to be there before everyone else is because a cryptocurrency i was there when no one kind of believed nfts the same thing like some people believe but not everyone believes and it's still something that people are a bit scared of so i moved from cryptocurrency to nfts and the first nfts i bought were a bunch of lame nfts i didn't know what i was doing i bought like 10 of these soul snatches on solana for like four soul each that's a lot of money i spent about 5k on them and i thought i was doing some amazing thing i thought i was going to make a lot of money i saw it on some group and i was like okay i'll buy some didn't have a clue i lost about five grand on that probably i'm trying to sell them out for like 0.4 soul they've lost like most of their value <laughs> like 90 percent of the value and so i didn't know what i was doing in nfts i had no clue i just went on a whim someone told me and i bought now 
Then I went on the game of researching, learning, learning the blueprint, finding teachers, finding the information that works. But I had to get skin in the game. I had to lose. I had to fail in the beginning to win later. Like I had to do that. And I realized that's the process on anything, of fighting, in any skill set. You're going to fail a lot, especially at the beginning. And then you're going to get good at it. If you stick at it, you take the right sources of information, you find the right mentors, you can win. There's a way to win. And then after that, I went deep dive on NFTs. I don't know, like hours and hours and hours every day for like a whole month. And I managed to get up to like making nearly 100K every month for for a few months. Like, I don't know if it's going to be forever, but I was making, I started to make 100K every month, flipping NFTs, adding to my value, getting airdrops, getting passive income. It just started to cascade. And I feel like, Every time I get better and better at investing because of all the skin in the game I put in the beginning, all my losses, basically. And that's how you win in the end. So that's what I'm saying. Like right now, at the time, it wasn't a success. At the time, I was like, I was gutted. I was pissed off. That 10,000 was a lot of money to me back then. But now I'm like, that loss was a win. Like it taught me so much. And now I get to bear the fruits of those losses. So what I'm saying is that if you're if you've lost investing, if you've made a bad call, don't be discouraged. Find the right mentors, find the right place to learn, be perseverant, be patient, be faithful. There's winners and losers, and you can be a winner in everything. And this is just the same. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can always catch me on Instagram at Amitdan or Twitter, same name. I'm happy to ask any questions if I can help you. And I hope to see you on the next one.